Don Carter is a senior lecturer in education at the University of Technology in Sydney, and he asks the rhetorical question, is the state government's one-day-a-week return to school the right decision, and why is it wrong? He's on the line. Dr Don Carter, good morning. Good morning, Alan. Thank you for your time. This is very disturbing, I think. You talk about three main functions of education, and I have to commend you. Each one of the three is ignored. Just explain the socialisation function. The socialisation function is very important, particularly, as you pointed out, for younger students. This is where they are able to slip into established orders, into social hierarchies. But what it means is they're interacting with their peers and their teachers. They're developing friendship groups. Um, They're working in classes with their teachers where they have discussions, they get feedback, they toss around ideas. So it's learning to relate to each other. It's learning how to take turns in a conversation. It's learning to know when to pause and to listen to another person. So that's very important in the early years of learning and it's still very important in the latter years of learning where they're discussing um, ideas for the HSC and, and knowledge and content, for example. It's a key aim in education, and we tend to forget or not even Absolutely. talk about the aims in education. Yes, yes. I, I spoke to a 17-year-old yesterday, and, and we were discussing this, and there he was on his own with a computer. He's not, not being taught. He's a very diligent young person, but he was talking about how student interaction, when he's with his mates at school, it keeps their spirits up. You made this point. You encourage each other in your studies. You strengthen the ties. You made these points that in the face of unprecedented disruptions, students need this face-to-face contact with one another and their teacher. It's true. Um, And Year 12s need it now. We're, We're moving into Term 2. It's a critical time of their school career where they're consolidating knowledge and skills, um, they're refining their knowledge, they're checking their, their ideas with their teachers and with their peers and they're moving towards trial HSC exams. I just don't understand why we potentially disadvantage Absolutely. a whole cohort dreadful. of Year 12 students it's at dreadful. the moment. It's dreadful. It's, it's, it's dreadful. It's vandalism. Look, then you make the point about, which is a fancy word, but I'll get you to explain it, subjectification. But basically, where an individual, through the school environment, develops his or her self of sen- a sense of self-identity, where the individual, you say, is challenged and confronted with ideas and situations and then can sort of compare himself along with the others. That's right. So it is about um, the development of self-identity, knowing your place in the world, but coming into contact with ideas that are different from yours, people who are different from, from you. And sometimes it can be confronting. But it's when you make that, ask that question, where do I stand, mm. that you consolidate your views in relation mm. to the other person's views and you might shift your views. It's part of the learning process. Yes. Schools are very much central to that subject subjectification. Yes, I mean, the teacher often asks, if you're studying, you mentioned Great Expectations, if you're studying Wuthering Heights or Great Expectations or Shakespeare, and you make an observation as to what you think as the teacher or the student is about, and the student says, oh, I hadn't, I hadn't thought about that. I've, well, my, I, no, I thought this. And there's this wonderful exchange in a situation where they're learning from one another. Exactly right, and it's enhanced because they're there physically together. Mm. When they, they can watch each other, watch each other's gestures and mannerisms, they know what the other person is trying to get across because the physicality of that person Correct. helps yeah. get that message Absolutely, across. and often they derive confidence from that. They weren't confident about their view, but someone reinforces the accuracy of what they're... Hey, that's a good point. That's a good point, James. Oh, hell. I'm doing all right here. I'm better than I thought I was. Then the third point you make, which is critical and disturbs me enormously at HSC time, qualification. 
Yes, qualification. Um, qualification at the year 12 level is what it's all about. It's about gaining that qualification, the HSC. Now, throughout a school career, students do gain different types of qualifications. They academic qualifications like passing the NAPLAN test, school assessments. There's qualifications they might achieve in creative arts and performing arts, um, in debating, in sport, for example. But they're all working towards this year 12 qualification, the school leaving mm. credential, the mm. HSC. And for year 12s in government schools, this is um, looking very shaky at the moment because very. it's not become it's not a level playing field. No, it's not. Now, someone get marking the paper at the end of the year from the HSC and says, "Hmm, um, this young fellow though was absent and locked up at home, learning off a computer for six months. I'll make some adjustment. Like hell, like hell, we are denying this young person's future." And you make this brilliant point: education is more than contact with a talking head via Zoom. It's about positive human relations and connections that facilitate and nurture learning. Yes, that's right. That's right. We, we can't replace that. If education were only about the transmission of knowledge, then we could do it by textbooks. We could do it by someone talking at us on Zoom. But it's more than that. It's those three functions that yeah. I mentioned. Um, and what's interesting, Alan, is that we never talk about the aims of education. Very rarely. And in, during this pandemic crisis... I've not heard anyone talk about, well, what are we aiming to do in education? Let's base our decisions on schools. Let's base them on our what we perceive to be Absolutely. the aims of education. Socialisation, you mentioned. Subjectification, letting an individual develop their identity. And then qualification, yes, they are starting at 17 to think, well, where am I going to fit into society when I leave here? I'm going to work here so that I can actually get a piece of paper that's worthwhile. Now they're being denied that opportunity. Uh, however, Dr Don Carter, what would you know? You're only a senior lecturer in education. What would you know? It appears that premiers know a lot more than you do. Uh, one can only speculate, Don, where the yeah. real ignorance lies here. Well, and I think it's the premiers and politicians that have got a lot of learning to do. Yeah, it's it's interesting how um, you made the point earlier about politicians and their, I guess, a, a lack of understanding about yeah. education. Yeah. Um, it's interesting. Uh, the, the education experts are often sidelined side in these Quite, Absolutely. No doubt about it. Don, keep at it. Wonderful stuff. And thank you for your contribution. We'll get there in the end, and we hope there won't be too many casualties along the way. But if we keep going the way they are, the way we are, there will be. Very grateful. Dr. Don Carter, half past seven.